Now, when I was editor of Charisma Magazine, I had a reputation in the body of Christ and still do. They said, you're the hardest working prophet in the body of Christ. And I didn't really think much of it. I was loving every minute of it, doing what I was called to do. I was editor of Charisma. I was traveling every week, doing revival meetings all over America. I leave on Friday afternoon about 4 o'clock, come back late Sunday night, go back to work Monday morning. I was writing best-selling books. I had a top, uh, a top 100 podcast. I was running the church, doing the house of prayer, going to special events. I mean, I was doing so many things and I thought man I thought I was invincible and my dad would tell me you better slow down you're not invincible and I'm like I didn't heed it I didn't take the wisdom I thought listen how many you know when you're young listen you can stay up all night drink some coffee in the morning work on two hours of sleep four or five days then maybe on the fifth day crash for 12 hours and be right back up to speed that's what I would do I was just ready I was on it and then somewhere along the line, man, I just got way burned out. Like, man, I was so burned out. I don't want to work for charisma no more. I don't want to go speaking no more. I don't want to come to church no more. I don't want to see none of y'all no more. I didn't want to do nothing no more. I was burned out, man. Just burned out. I'm just kidding about not wanting to see y'all. I'm just kidding. I always want to see y'all. Y'all are refreshing. You know, eventually I, I, I hit a wall. I burned out. And I, I recovered. I recovered from that eventually. But then a few years later, I burned out a second time. But the second time, it wasn't my fault. See, sometimes when you burn out, it's because you're doing too much of the right thing. Or you're doing too much of too many things that God didn't call you to do. But sometimes when you burn out, it, it, you just live in life, man. In 2001, man, my dad passed away. You know, I had friends that passed away. I had mentors that passed away. I broke my foot, couldn't walk. My mother almost died twice. I had to go up there and sleep in the hospital room. Actually, I didn't sleep in the hospital room because I, I couldn't deal with it. But I was up there in the hospital room for a week. I mean, I, and then I was trying to take care of her, try to take care of this one, try to take care of that one. Try to take, I mean, I burned out. Out. But the difference was when I burned out in 2021, I couldn't stop. I couldn't stop. There's nothing to do, but I could not stop. Many times when the first time I burned out, I could just stop doing this and stop doing this, right? I could stop doing more speaking. I could, I could stop doing special events. I could stop writing books. But in 2021, when I faced burnout, I couldn't stop. There was nobody to do anything. There was nobody to take care of the people around me. There was nobody to deal with it. And that's really, really a situation a lot of people have found themselves in in the past few years. Caregiver burnout, right? Or burnout at work. Why? Because maybe you have to take a second job but to pay the bills. And you don't want to work two jobs, but you got a big hospital bill or you got some other kind of big bill. And now you've got to pay these, all these bills. And you got the collector's cost. You take another job. And then you find yourself burned out. Right, And so we need to understand that burnout is a very real thing. It's a very real thing, and it's bad for your mental health. It'll really mess. It can cause anxiety, depression. It can cause all kind of stuff. And God wants us to burn and shine for him like John the Baptist. Scripture says John the Baptist, he burned and he shined. God wants us to burn and shine, but he does not want us to burn out. And so we have to learn the early warning signs of burnout so that we can take measures before we burn all the way out. You ever seen a light bulb and you can tell it's starting to burn out because it gets dimmer and dimmer and dimmer and then all of a sudden, bam, it's out. 
right? That's how we are. When we're going through stages of burnout, we get dimmer and dimmer. We get less sharp. We get less focused. So all of a sudden, we've given everything we have to give, and we cannot give anymore. We don't want to get to that spot. So I want to teach you today about burnout, how to recover from burnout, and I hope to God you're not burned out now, but if you, even if you're not, this will be a preemptive strike because if you'll live the way I'm telling you to live, you won't burn out. So this is a double-edged sword. Some of you are, how many of y'all are burned out? You feel like you're facing burnout? Mm-hmm. And see, you can't even really admit it. Many people can't admit it because they feel like they're ashamed if they don't live up to the pressures of society. You know, saying I'm busy is like a badge. How you doing? Busy. I was on a call with a major, major leader in the body of Christ this past week. I was, I was on calls all week long with different leaders. And I said, how you doing? She said, I'm busy. She didn't seem too happy. She was not happy. She says, I'm busy. And I was like trying to be light. And I said, oh, I said, I, I understand what you mean. I said, I prefer to, to think of myself as fruitful. You know, <laughs> makes me feel better about it. She goes, that's right. I th- I'm fruitful, right? But, but here's the thing. We can be busy. Listen, we can be busy and not be fruitful. We can be busy and just be doing all little tiny tasks and running around here and doing this and doing that and really at the end of the day or the end of the week have nothing to show for it. And that's even worse because we don't even have the satisfaction of having something to show for all the work that we did to get burned out in the first place. So we're going to learn today how to recover from burnout. And if you'll live this way, you will not burn out. I am determined in my heart not to ever burn out again. Because it's terrible. It's a terrible feeling. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, teach us today. Convict us today. We are not superhuman. We are more than conquerors, but we're not superhuman. We can only tap into the grace that you give us. So help us, Lord, today to identify those areas that are leading us to burnout or help us to adopt a new lifestyle so that we don't walk around exhausted all the time, frustrated, irritated, short fuse. Oh, God, help us to give us ears to hear in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, Jesus, this is going to be good. Some of y'all about to get zapped. What is burnout? Let's define it. Let's get this defined. In 2019, the World Health Organization classified burnout as a medical issue. That was huge. That was a groundbreaking diagnosis because workplaces all over the world would work their people. Think about interns in hospitals. They would work like, like you know, 15, 16, 18, 24, 36-hour shifts. And so they diagnosed this as an actual a physical condition, but it also affects your mental health. This was huge because it allowed so many people to be able to say, look, I need to take a break and not feel bad about it. Because the world, like I said, wants you to wear busy as a badge of honor. The world, we have this thing called hustle culture. We're just hustling, right? Who's got a side hustle? Anybody got a side hustle? You hustling, you're hustling, you're burning the candle at both ends, and there's some kind of badge of honor in that. This, but we can live a balanced life. We can live a life in the, in God's uninterrupted rhythms of grace. They define it this way. This is what they, how they define burnout. Burnout is a syndrome conceptualized as resulting from chronic workplace stress that has not been successfully managed. But it's not just workplace stress. Ministry stress? How about stay-at-home mom stress? Hello. 
How about caregiver stress, taking care of an elderly parent? There's all kind of stress that can lead to burnout. Burnout is an epidemic. Look at this. Statistics show 89% of workers have experienced burnout in the past year. That's almost everybody. And you wonder why you can't go through McDonald's and get your order right. I don't go to McDonald's, but I'm imagining. I mean, we, we went, what, what, why everywhere you go? Have you noticed? You go places and they screw up your order. You go places and you, you didn't get everything you ordered or they gave you the wrong whatever or why? Because everybody's burned out, man. Everybody's stressed out. Everybody's overloaded. There's too few people trying to do all the work. And so that's what leads to burnout. It leads to burnout. 77% of employees have experienced feelings of burnout in their current job. That's why we had the quiet quitting. Remember the quiet quitting? Because they felt like they were being pushed too hard. So they didn't want to quit their job because they needed the money. So they just pulled back and started doing less work for the same pay. That ain't right either. You got to do the job you're paid for. But because they were not getting paid for the job they were doing, they decided to pull back. The burnout rate was, listen to this. The burnout rate is 59% in 2022. It was only 13% in 2021. It's a big deal. So what are the symptoms of burnout? Now, you don't have to have all these symptoms to have burnout. And I bet you a lot more of you are either in the early stages of burnout, which can be quickly reversed, or you're on down the line and we want to correct it. One symptom of burnout is chronic fatigue. Chronic fatigue. I, I, this is what I had. It didn't matter how much I slept. I always woke up exhausted. When I had burnout, it didn't matter. I could sleep 10 hours, 12 hours, still wake up exhausted. That's chronic fatigue. Like you're just going through the motions. You're just trying to get through the day. That's chronic fatigue. You want it. And, and, and the problem with that is it takes time to heal that. You can't really repay a sleep debt. Did you know that scientifically? Let's say, they could say well, I'll just pay, I'll just sleep four hours, five hours a night, and I'll sleep 12 hours a weekend. That, that's bogus. It's scientifically not possible. You cannot repay a sleep debt. You can rest long term and rest your body and restore, but you can't repay a sleep debt. So we need to mark that fallacy off. This is Jennifer LeClaire. I hope you enjoyed that portion of the message. You can watch the rest of the message at www.ahop.online. View the message throughout the week. Become an official Web Church member. Go deeper with me. Get into the virtual life group, my virtual prayer line, my virtual pastoral advice, virtual prophecy rooms, healing rooms, and deliverance rooms, and so much more. Get official at ahop.online slash webchurch. Or watch the messages through the week. They're free to watch. Just register at ahop.online.